Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. You're listening to Comedy Dynamics Daily. I broke up with him the first time because uh, we were a year into our relationship and he would not say I love you. A year in. And I needed to hear it because my friends told me I did. So that's when you know. <laughs> that's really when you know. Because I was like trying to be cool about it. Like, because friends talk about that. Girls are very aware of when you're not saying I love you. It's like first base for us. When we get together with our girlfriends, we're not like, oh, did you finger him last night? Like, we don't care about that. Like, <laughs> you know, we're just like, did he say I love you? When's he going to say it? And like, I didn't have anything to tell them. I was just I was trying to play it cool. I was like, I don't need to hear it. You know, I just, I know he does. Like the way he like high fives me after sex. Like there's no question. Like you wouldn't just do that. They're like, okay, well, well, does he, he, does he talk about the future at all? And I was like, yeah, you know, like flying cars, robots, like climate change. We're all worried. So he's no different, you know? But they were so mad. And so I, I went back to it. I was furious, too. I was just like, why don't you love me? You know, like in a super lovable tone. And just like crying in the street. And he just didn't want to say it. He, he was sweet about it because he was very calm. And he was just like, he's honest, you know? He was just like, I can't, I can't say it. And I was like, okay, well, let's find a good speech therapist. Like, let's get you in a program, like... Honestly, I thought this was feelings for you, but clearly it's phonics. So this is like such a relief. I know someone at Kumon. This is gonna be great. Come here. Like, <laughs> he really. He. This is what he did say. He was like, he's like, I can't say I love you. I was like, you just did. I'll take it. Thank you so much. You can stop right there. That counts. But he was like, no. This is what he gave me. He was like, I can't say I love you. He was like, but I'm enthusiastic about being with you. Thank. <laughs> One girl just goes. <gasps> Thank you so much. You feel me, I know. Every girl in here is like, you poor bitch. Like, oh my God, thank you. Every girl has that reaction and every guy is always like, that's one of the most sincere things you could ever say. That's better than I love you. I'm enthusiastic about being with you. I'm like, oh, in my enterprise rent-a-car giving you a customer survey? Would you recommend me to your friends? who are more emotionally available. (laughs) I've only had really two serious boyfriends in my life and the the first one definitely uh, did not say it on his own. He he was a blackout drunk with a twin bed and um, that second part's not really that important. I just kind of want to paint a picture. Uh, He had a twin bed, he was 30 with a twin bed and I would be like, can you upgrade to a full so I feel like a woman? And um, that's all it takes, you know, and 
And he was like, no, it's an extra long twin. I was like, ooh, a California twin, wow. Am I Rihanna? Jesus. So he, uh, he would get blackout drunk all the time. We were long distance. He would, make, he would get caught making out with girls in bars back home where I was from. My friends would see him. They'd call me, tell me about it. I'd call him the next day and be like, what the fuck? And he was like, I thought it was you. And I was like, aw. Like I f- was flattered. Like, was she skinny? Like, ugh. So he was the worst. He came to visit me for Valentine's Day. And I was like, oh my God, he's so gonna say I love you. This is the trip. And I got ready. I told all my friends, I'm like, this is it. And it was a great night. Like we went to this fancy dinner that I paid for. And then we were like in this alley. And like I was rubbing his back as he vomited. And it was just like everything I'd wanted. And he just got really sick and passed out. And I was like, oh my God. Like he didn't say I love you. I think he may have said I hate you. It's like, it was the worst time. But I was like, wait a second, when he gets blackout drunk, he doesn't remember anything he does or says. So I'll just make last night whatever I want it to be. So this is true, I I woke him up the next morning and I was like, hey, do you remember what you said to me last night? He was like, no, I'm sorry, what? And I was like, no, you told me you love me. And he was like, I did? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, okay. (laughs) That's it. He started saying it after that. I date raped my boyfriend into loving me. That's what I did. Thank you so much. I took back the night. <laughs> so, I, uh, it was like a pretty good plan. I couldn't use it though with my boyfriend now because he doesn't drink. So I was like, what am I gonna do? So this is how I got, <laughs> how am I gonna get it? And, uh, this is how I got it. I, I decided to ask him to say I love you uh, as he was coming, which is a great time. Uh, that's a per- that, like a guy will do anything for you in that moment. You just got to time it perfectly. I was just like, tell me you love you. He's like, I love you. Like it was just like, I got it. You know, just the once, but I got it. You know, so that was pretty cool. And because uh, I thought about, it, I was like, oh my god, guys are so vulnerable in that moment. They will do anything right before they come, up until they come. Like. He, I feel like my boyfriend would like take a bullet to the brain for me. He would jump in front of a train for me. He would do anything in a Bruno Mars song, pretty much is what I'm saying. Like definitely. I feel like Bruno Mars must write all his lyrics before he comes. Like that's the only way he feels those things. <laughs> and then it is a sharp drop off after that. Right after he comes, I feel like he's, in one second he'd do anything for me, and then he's like, Ugh! and then it's just like, I feel like he's like, what have I done? Like he just, he, he wants to pretend it didn't happen. We can't really talk about it. I'm like, tell me about my clit. He's just like, no, like he doesn't, I want to talk. He's off getting a towel. I'm like, you can let it marinate. I don't care. Like, this is fine. He's like dabbing me off. I'm like, are we having company? Like, what's the rush? I'm like, you know this was consensual, right? What are you doing? So ashamed. He tries to close me like a laptop. I'm like, I'm a real woman with feelings and thoughts and a career. You can't do this. (laughs) I think it's porn. I think that's what makes guys so ashamed after they come sometimes. Because they're used to just watching disgusting things and they're like, whoa, that didn't happen. <laughs> but it did. You did it. And it's like, I, I get it. Like, I, I don't mind that guys watch porn. I, they all watch it. And um, 
I don't, I don't care that my boyfriend watches porn. Like, I'm on the road a lot, so sometimes I'll ask him to send me the porn he's about to jerk off to, and then I'll sit there and watch it, like, just knowing that he's jerking off to it. Like, I think it's, like, romantic, because I'm, like, somewhere out there. Like, we're looking at the same moon, you know? It's, it's beautiful, kind of. Comedy Dynamics Daily is in a cell cast original and produced by Brian Volkweiss, Richard Myrick, and me, Brian Adams. Thank you for listening.